0: Hey, Enneagram friend, this is Abby Rodriguez, your certified and IEA accredited Enneagram teacher and coach. In this space, I'll give you a sneak peek into real live coaching sessions and teach you how to apply the wisdom of the Enneagram into your life for personal growth. The invitation each episode is to take on a posture of curiosity, curiosity about yourself and others so that you can shift from merely surviving to fully thriving in your everyday life. Visit my website at abbyrodriguez.com and listen into this episode to learn more. So after our coaching conversation with our type two about setting boundaries, um, I wanted to offer some thoughts about boundary setting. You know, setting boundaries really starts with an awareness of what you need, right? You don't know what boundaries you need until you know what it is that you actually need. And that's the part that can be really tricky for type twos. You know, it can be really hard to access what you need. It's almost like the volume is turned up really loudly on others' wants and others' preferences and others' needs. And so sometimes it can be really hard to decipher your own. They kind of just get repressed. And so if you're not sure what you need, a really helpful thing to pay attention to is when your feelings get hurt or you feel really angry about something, those big emotions, those emotional reactions can be really helpful clues in giving you s- yourself some awareness that you're repressing your needs. It's, it's almost like they are the alarm or the warning signal that a need is being repressed. And so when you notice those emotions that you're feeling hurt, that you're feeling angry, that you're feeling sad, that you're feeling rejected, hopeless, afraid, um, name it give yourself some space to acknowledge it and to feel it, to sit with that emotion, to allow yourself to be sad, to be hurt, to be afraid, whatever the feeling is, um, so that you can actually process it, that you can be with it rather than trying to fix it or change it. And so as you experience that, also being curious. You know, this non-judgmental inquiry into why am I so hurt about this? What did I want them to do that they didn't do? And also, as you sort through that, you know, what might be the underlying need that I really want to get met here? And it's not. It's not getting met in this relationship or in this group or in this setting. And That can be a really hard process to do on your own. You know, my hope is that you have a good group of friends or maybe a good friend or a partner that can hold that space for you, not to give you advice, but to be curious with you about what you're feeling and why you're feeling that way. And honestly, coaching is a really helpful space for twos uh, in this way to be able to acknowledge their feelings and, and to name their wants and needs. Um, and so that's a really helpful space if you need some support in that area. Once you are able to name your feelings and allow yourself to process that and sit in it and be curious about it, um, consider what it is that you might need because of that feeling. If it feels daunting to name your needs, um, you may not realize this, but you can Google a list of needs and there are different charts and lists that will come up um, to help you just to have some a visual of what might even be needs that I have and to kind of... Spark that curiosity for you as you look at the list, rather than trying to, you know, create something out of nothing. Sometimes it just feels like there's this blank um, that it comes up in that space of what do I need, and so sometimes it's helpful to look at a list. Um, what do you need? What's on that list? In a committed relationship. Uh, sometimes you can just very overtly communicate, you know, I'm feeling really afraid and the need that I have is, is to feel more safe and secure or supported in this. And you can talk through how that need might be met. But not all relationships are... Committed. Not all relationships are mutually beneficial. There are some that are one-sided. Uh, there are some that it you know it's not this even back and forth exchange based off of their commitment to the relationship or their maturity level. And so sometimes that a process in communication, um, it's actually more of you stating a boundary because you're you know this there's a need that you have. And so rather than offering, this is a need I have in this time, fixing it. Uh, it's more so of like, hey, I think it's really helpful for me to not spend so much time in this space or to have more, um, you know, limitations around my uh, energy or around my finances or whatever it might be. You don't have to communicate the whole process of discerning this to your coworker, right? You can just say, hey, I, I think it's actually pretty unhelpful for me to give you advice in the middle of the night. Uh, so I'm going to need for us to limit phone calls past this hour, right? You don't have to be vulnerable and explain the whole process um, because they're not a committed, mutually beneficial relationship. They It's kind of more one-sided of they need guidance from you, not that they're offering that back. Uh, and so being cognizant about that piece of it too. So in addition to communicating boundaries around your time and energy, you know, the types of conversations that you're willing to have, whatever it is, the invitation for twos is to also be intentional about staying present, especially when you're with others, to stay present to yourself so that you know where you stop and the other person begins. You know, twos have this, this up and outward focus of attention on others, this kind of energy that goes up and out towards others to foster connection, to be in relationship with. And the problem with that is that so little of their attention and focus remains inside themselves. You know, when you're in conversations with others, it's almost like you physically leave your body behind and you're going outwardly um, with feeling energy and heart energy to connect with others. You know, we will commonly use this phrase of, I'm just a person that wears my heart on my sleeve. You know, it's it's kind of this sense, But the problem with your heart being on your sleeve is that it, your heart is outside of yourself and you need your body, your physical body, to be a natural boundary to protect yourself. And this is really the same. Uh, the same thing is true with twos. You know, when you are going outside of yourself, when your energy is up and out to connect with others, you don't have the natural body boundaries that your body creates to protect you. It's hard for you to know where you stop and the next person begins. And so it's easier to become enmeshed, or it's easier to allow people to be dependent on you or for you to be codependent on them. Um, And often these things, they're happening so subconsciously, right? It's, um, you know, that those things are happening and we're not aware of them. Um, And often when others are accidentally stepping on us, they're not aware of it either. And so... um, This is easier in a coaching space, but if you will indulge me, I want to try to demonstrate this a little bit better for those of you that are listening. So I want to invite you to think about a relationship that's really challenging for you right now. You know, maybe it's just one of your kiddos, a difficult relationship with them, the difficult season you're navigating. Maybe it's a coworker that's been harder for you to connect or just kind of hurts your feelings. Maybe it's your mother-in-law who seems to make backhanded compliments or do things that feel uh, like she's always communicating you're not good enough, right? Whatever the person is, whatever the conversations around this, I want to invite you just to think about that relationship. Think about the conversations that you have. The attempts that you've made to connect. The confusion that you feel around how to show up well in that relationship, how to help. Let that just kind of swirl. Let that be a part of your thought process right now. As you think about all of these troubling aspects, this relationship that just feels so hard and challenging, I want you to kind of take a breath and sense in to your physical felt sense of your body. So is there, what does it feel like? Is there a tightness in your chest? Does it feel like there's um, shallow breathing, like it's really hard to get a full breath? Is there kind of this anxious feeling, like this buzzing sensation at the end of your fingertips? What does it feel like, this swirl of confusion and difficulty in the relationship? What does it feel like? Is there a discomfort Is there a tightness, a constraint, a heaviness? What does it feel like? Now, I want to invite you to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And take another deep breath in the same way, but trying to get the breath all the way down into your lower belly. Continue deep breathing, feeling your feet on the ground, feeling your seat in the chair if you're sitting down as you continue to breathe deeply, feeling your hands, your fingertips, wherever they're placed, and breathing deeply one more time in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now, how do you feel? Is that tightness in your chest gone? Is the shallow breathing alleviated? Is that buzzing, anxious feeling, has it subsided? Do you feel more present, more back in your body? You know, this is this feeling when we're allowed to let go of that internal chatter and the chaos of trying to sort through and fix and mend and give in these relationships, when you can come back into the present moment, this is what we often refer to as being grounded or being centered. It's almost like your heart space was swirling with all the what-ifs and the feelings around relationships, but when you come back to the present moment, When you come back to the breath, when you come back inside your body, it's almost like that heart space gets tethered back in place into your body where it's supposed to be. And so when you're interacting in conversations with people that you know are really triggering that tend to hurt your feelings, that tend to cause an emotional reaction for you, there's an invitation there to be present, fully present and grounded with your heart space tethered back into yourself your heart space tethered into your body if you can approach the conversation the moment the gathering whatever it is more grounded and centered there's a natural boundary that happens because your body is protecting your heart space there's a natural grounding and natural boundary that happens and so um, you know, in a coaching space, I get the joy of bearing witness to this, you know, as I go through those steps and people share what it feels like for them. And so unfortunately, as you went through that exercise, um, we didn't get to share in that same way. So I'd love to hear your experience, what that experience was like going through that, that visualization and somatic practice, um, Just leave your your comments either um on Instagram when I post for this episode or even in a um a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I'd love to hear what that experience is like for you. Okay, till next time, friends. Hey Enneagram friend. Are you interested in learning more about how to use the Enneagram in your everyday life? I'd love for you to join one of the upcoming workshop series that I hold over Zoom. If you're new to the Enneagram, join the Enneagram Foundation series. It's helpful in learning foundational knowledge to use the Enneagram, but also to help you clarify your type if you're still discerning. If you are finding yourself in a season of being stressed or exhausted or maybe overwhelmed, join the Growth and Self Care series. In that series, we learn more about your natural stress response, how to better manage it, and also how to incorporate mindfulness practices to be more balanced in our responses. Or if you're just trying to do relationships better, better understand your spouse, your mother-in-law, your coworkers, or really any relationship in your life, join the Enneagram and Relationships Workshop Series. All of these series are coming up this season and there's always new groups forming. Uh, The groups are limited to 15 participants because they're interactive and discussion based so you can truly learn the system and learn how to apply it in your everyday life the workshop series fill up quickly. So register now at abbyrodriguez.com backslash Enneagram dash sessions. I'll see you there.